I'm Marianne Kolbesuk McGee, Managing Editor of Healthcare Info Security. I'm speaking to John Houston, Vice President of Privacy and Information Security and Associate Counsel at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. John will discuss some of the privacy and security work that's high on the priority list this year at UPMC. Hi, John. How are you? Good. First, tell us briefly about your organization and your role. I have a a hybrid role, and I think that it's unlike maybe some other organizations so far as I'm responsible for both privacy, which is really a a non-IT discipline, and security, which is predominantly an IT discipline. So I I tend to work in both realms, and and I think in many ways I think it's it's more effective to to merge those two disciplines in in terms of trying to put together a comprehensive program to uh, protect patient information. What are some of your top security and privacy priorities at UPMC for this year? I think probably the one that we're most focused on is something called SIEM, Security and Incident Event Management. It's a discipline where we take large amounts of data and are able to analyze it and to see whether we have different trends occurring within our environment with respect to security. It allows us to take information across our different information systems and, and just understand whether there's, there's some threat occurring that maybe had we not been able to take and put that information together and analyze it, we would just never see that, that the events occurring. And how about top projects in terms of privacy and security? That's probably at the top. We are also in the process of replacing our existing identity management environment. Uh, we developed an environment about 10 years ago to do identity management, and it was very successful. But we also realized that with, with all the changes in healthcare, with rise of mobility and, and consumerism, that we really needed to have a, a different platform to support that. And you've commercialized that product? Uh, we're in the process of doing that. We're working with Oracle, and it's an Oracle product at its, its core, and that we're uh, developing the processes that are necessary for healthcare, and we're developing a solution for the small to mid-sized market. And is it a commercial venture, or is it a product that's going to be sold through Oracle? It's, it's a UPMC company. It's an Oracle product, and Oracle's assisting us in marketing. It's fundamentally a UPMC company, though. Going back to UPMC and some of the security and privacy priorities there, what is some of the uh, biggest challenges as a privacy and security leader right now? I think if you look at the, the, the banking industry, by example, and what's happening there and, and uh, some of the, the different uh, threats that they're experiencing, we in Pittsburgh, uh, PNC is another is a large financial institution, and they had serious problems because of uh, the denial of service attacks. And uh, so we're, we're very we watch what's going on in the financial sector, and, and we're worried that obviously we don't want that to happen in, in our environment as well. So I think we just we just have to be more diligent. Maybe the wrong word. We just have to be very focused on on, on what's happening in some of the other sectors and, and trying to respond effectively and see what they're doing and, and make sure we don't fall victim to the same, same issues. When it comes to emerging threats from outside, what are you most worried about? What do you think healthcare needs to be putting more attention to? We're becoming more and more dependent upon the web. You know, we have cloud-based services that we rely upon. We have data in the cloud. We have to deliver services through the cloud, both on the consumer side, but also to other providers. And so we we have to make sure that that vehicle, the, the web, the internet, is something that that is, is secure, is something we can ensure that may, remains available and effective. So we really in the past have not had to worry about that. You know, I, I can give you an example. Ten years ago, we there was a very serious virus that it, that, that, it, that it occurred, not just within our environment, but just more generally. And, and uh, 
we shut down our internet access for a, until there was a good solution to that particular uh, virus outbreak. And our internet was probably down for a day. And we purposely did that and we maintained operations and it was of little consequence. We couldn't do that today. We couldn't simply say, oh, we're going to turn the internet off because of, of some really nasty virus that's out there because so much of what we do and what we rely upon is, is already in, in the cloud. It's, it's in the internet. So we have to think about how are we going to maintain those services regardless of, of what might be happening. How about medical device security? Is that a worry? And what are the worries when it comes to uh, malware, maybe you know, affecting other systems in the organization, people who use web-based mobile devices that have medical capabilities? What kind of threat does that pose potentially, do you think? If we split it into the two pieces on the medical device side, especially if the device is an FDA-approved device, uh, the manufacturers typically claim that they have far less uh, flexibility in terms of patching those devices. If, a, if, there's a, if there's a medical piece of medical equipment and it has an underlying Microsoft operating system and a, a patch comes out for that operating system, that device manufacturer typically won't let us patch that device uh, until they have certified that that patch is safe and, and does not affect the operation of the equipment. So it's delayed in comparison to what we, can, we do for the rest of our environment. And it, that, that delay could be uh, weeks, if not months at times. So we really do have to be worried about medical equipment, and we tend to try to isolate it on our network. However, as, these, as this equipment becomes more and more in, uh, intelligent and expects to communicate with our, our clinical systems, uh, sometimes that segregation... Is limited. We we have to we have to allow them to to communicate more more broadly within our network, and that opens up a, you know the door for potential problems. So we, we really are concerned about this, and it's an area where we, we try to do as good of a job as we can. We we monitor that equipment, we we test it, but um, you know we also recognize that uh, that's probably one of the, the most difficult areas to to really secure. Thank you, John. I've been speaking with John Houston of UPMC. I'm Marian Kolbasek-McGee for Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.